Hello, welcome to Real Sex Radio, the podcast where we get down and dirty to give you the dirt about real human sex. I am your host, Hannah Deindorfer, a fairy godmother, sexuality, and somatics coach who is here to support you in having wildly intimate, connective, real sex. Sex is messy, fun, playful, awkward, and most of all, human. On Real Sex Radio, you'll hear stories from real people about their cringiest, wildest, most fun, most orgasmic sex experiences, and tips from both of us on how you can improve your sex life. I am here to keep it real. Welcome to the show. Today, I have my good friend Bryn here with me. Bryn is a fairy godmother in herself. Um, She is so good at holding space, at creating safety for emotions to be shared, and leads with so much integrity in the sex and love space. Um, So I'm so excited to talk to her about her sex life. And yeah, just talk to you as a friend. Yay! Mm -hmm. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh, it's such a pleasure. Yeah! Yay! Um, So I would love, before we get into it, to just give some context for the people that are listening about your gender your your pronouns basically your sexual orientation and your ethnicity Mm. so pronouns are she her i would say i am uh hetero flexible (laughs) and uh white ethnicity thank you so much for sharing of course yay so i would love to just dive in to um a story and Mm. just start from there and see what unfolds so yeah we had talked a little bit before um we hit record about what kind of story might feel good for you to share, um, and feel important for you to share too. Um, so yeah, I'll just give you the floor from there. This story, uh, was such a defining moment in my sexual development and it was so unexpected and really sort of rocked me. So I'll start off by saying this entire experience was consensual. So, um, I knew exactly what I was doing. And at this point, I'd been teaching sexual development for years, and I still stand by the way that I approached sexuality, which was open and curious and being able to have sex with who you want, when you want. And uh, this moment in particular changed a lot for me. So what I mean by that is I went into a sexual situation with someone who um, I knew that I wanted to have sex with this person. So it was gonna be, for me, a very clear sexual interaction. I wanted to have sex with this person. There was sexual energy being exchanged. And so I made a conscious decision, like I'm going into this night, I wanna have sex. Um, And also that this person had a lot of experience. So I was excited to play with someone that felt like to me was gonna be this culmination of all of these things that I had been learning and studying from kink to toys to techniques and I was just excited to play with somebody that had similar if not more knowledge than I did because it's really rare for me to find someone Mm -hmm. that has done as much sexual development as I have Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's a bummer because I'm like I don't always want to be in the teaching role yeah so I was excited to be student and to, (laughs) to receive and I remember one thing led to another so I'm with this person and everything is by the book, like, you know, every moment was being consented, you know, like, I'd love to take your shirt off now. And I'd be like, yeah, that would be great. Mm-hmm. So, or, um, like, can I kiss your toes? Like, yeah, that'd be awesome. So it was so 
beautiful in the unfolding of every moment was was intentional and every moment I got to say yes and I remember you know feeling excited to explore uh, my body and have somebody that was really you know um, experienced in women's anatomy and we were I think after like a decent amount of foreplay had come in, we were kissing and, you know, touching lightly, fondling. We eventually go into a bedroom and I remember um, we started to play with toys and there was a toy that I had not played with before that was just like so intense and (laughs) getting to experience like such intense clitoral stimulation and was like, it a zoomio it was a zoomio <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you're like oh yeah fuck i that know that point. one <laughs> it's like is my clitoris gonna explode it's, i can't tell <laughs> it's like somewhere between painful and pleasurable it's such an intense like burning but it's like a fire you want to touch but then you're like but it kind of hurts but i think oh, i'm gonna yeah. explode in the best way yeah so we're playing with the zoomio and we're also playing with power dynamics and if I had dissected the sexual experience from, you know, head to toe as like by the book from consensual to delicious power dynamics to toys to pleasure, everything was checked. All the boxes were checked. But I remember the whole time sort of having this out of body moment being like, I don't think I actually want to be here. Mm-hmm. And it was so uh, like, I, I, teach women about boundaries and how to be in their bodies and to like feel pleasure and receive. And I remember feeling a lot of shame of like, why can't I just enjoy this? Like it's everything that you've wanted. This person knows what they're doing and how to touch you. And, and I just couldn't land. Mm -hmm. And even though I was verbally consenting, there was clearly a part of me that didn't want to be in that experience. Mm -hmm. And it was really confusing. And so I left, we finished, I went home and I remember like getting in the shower and just breaking down and crying Mm. and being so confused as to what had happened. Because again, I had been a yes to everything. I was feeling so much pleasure, but I didn't want any of it. Mm. And what ended up happening for me was, you know, days after the experience, I kept unpacking it and unpacking it of like, what? what went sideways? And I teach sexuality I teach you know anatomy I teach about women's pleasure I understand the science behind it but I also teach emotional safety and being mm-hmm. open-hearted and being vulnerable mm-hmm. and what really occurred to me and it was so embodied that I'd understood it logically but until that sexual experience happened I didn't understand I was like oh there was no heart in that experience mm-hmm. And in that moment, it was so clear to me that I can't fuck without heart anymore. I just Mm -hmm. can't. I don't have it in me. Even if it's casual, even if it's a one night stand, I need an emotional connection with a person in order to feel the level of pleasure that I desire to have. Mm -hmm. But until I had an experience where there was no heart and it was all technique, I couldn't have gotten there. Mm -hmm. And so it was this like really sad thing that had to happen for me to go oh I finally get the blending of fucking with like great technique and knowing how to touch myself and all this work that I had done on my own development to know what I like to know what to say yes to and all of the vulnerability colliding in one moment Mm -hmm. and I was like okay from now on I get to fuck with an open heart Mm -hmm. and it was so 
beautifully bittersweet. Yeah. Um, but it ultimately led me to being so aware of what I want. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we have to learn through the contrast. So yeah. that experience totally opened me mm-hmm. to all right, it's time to have more heart in this experience. Yeah. Mm, Thank you so much for sharing that. I'm curious, like in your experience working with women too, like, do you, do you think that everyone needs that? Mm. Like, do you think that everyone needs to fuck with an open heart to Mm. feel satisfied or to feel turned on? Or like, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm curious what your experience has been working with people. Yeah. Um, it's a great question. I think it totally, I don't want to shut on anyone. So I I think it totally depends on what their goals are and like what Mm -hmm. their desire is. Cause maybe there is a level of a woman that's just not ready for that. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to place it as better than, so it's certainly not a better than situation, Mm -hmm. but maybe they really don't want to have open hearted sex and maybe they really just want to fuck and to feel pleasure. Mm -hmm. And there is a level of that that you will absolutely receive. Mm -hmm. I just got to the point where I knew there was more and I knew that the more that I wanted was the level of safety that is created when your heart is open and someone can hold that. Mm -hmm. And I will say one of the myths that I've debunked pretty quickly in sexual development is that safety has to take a long time to cultivate. You can create safety and emotional connection very fucking quick. Mm-hmm. I've done it in workshops in an instant with someone where there's mm-hmm. just this like knowing and this energetic exchange of I've got you and you feel it mm-hmm. when somebody radiates that. Yeah. And so it doesn't have to necessarily take a lot of time. Mm-hmm. So do I think every woman needs that? No. Mm-hmm. But you know when you want it. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm curious also like, you know, I, like what does someone do when what makes them feel safe is to have their heart closed. Like, do you think that that kind of safety hmm. is, yeah, like, you know. Sure. So meaning like uh, creating like safety when they're not open-hearted? Yeah. Like if they can, if that's even possible, if like, if safety is something that is entangled with heart open mm. or if someone can feel safe in an experience with a heart that is not open. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. This is something I've been pondering myself lately too. I think these are great questions. Um, because I actually don't think it's always safe to open your heart. I think having discernment around who gets to hold that level of vulnerability Mm -hmm. is really important. And because there was a period where I sort of swung to the other end of the spectrum. I'm like, I'm open hearted. And then I just (laughs) gave my heart to everyone and that didn't fucking work either. Yeah. And so you totally can create safety. And in fact, sometimes it's probably safer to not let people into that heart space mm-hmm. because they can't hold it. Yeah. So there's a, a level of discernment of can this person hold that? Mm-hmm. And if the answer is a maybe or an I don't know, then not allowing that part of you to be super open with them. Yeah. And opening slowly. So maybe at first the sex that you have is a bit more... Um, pleasure focused technique focused exploring of the bodies where there's physical safety exactly yeah of course yes physical safety of like i know that this person wants good for me and Mm -hmm. and that there's boundaries communicated and i know where uh, my nose are and where your nose are and we've communicated those Mm -hmm. and then once that's connected and available then it's like huh okay if there's more and it's been open and able to be talked about that you both want more 
then you can start to play with the emotional safety and the Mm -hmm. ability to go, ooh, like, let me let that person hold my eye gaze for, like, a moment longer than it's comfortable. Mm -hmm. Or let me let them, like, see the the tears that want to come out, right? Instead of the release being orgasmic, letting it be a a cry that wants to come out. And Mm -hmm. they can hold me in that. Mm -hmm. Or, um like letting our hearts connect and and feel each other's like heart energy during sex instead of just Mm -hmm. like pussy to whatever you're you know enjoying in Mm -hmm. your sexual experience so it's just feeling different parts of your body online Mm -hmm. and which ones want to come out in that experience yeah Yeah. Mm, yay thank you so much for that I, I really love um just the way that you specifically are always like encouraging of people to be exactly where they are Mm. and to own that and to be an acceptance of that. I think it's a really beautiful thing to like say, Hey, this is my experience. This is where I'm growing and this is where I'm expanding. And it's not better or worse than any, anywhere else anyone is. And I think, yeah, it's beautiful also that you take your own experience and love it and learn from it and grow from Mm. it. I admire that a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay. We're almost at time, Okay, but I have one question left for you. And the answers that I've got to this question are very <laughs> ranging. Uh, so I want you to answer this however you want. Okay, Playful, great. silly, deep, however. Amazing. If you could share one message about sex mm. from you, from Bryn to mm. everyone that wants to listen to this podcast, what do you want to say? what's coming up is not my like normal super articulate let's go playful bring it yeah like uh, what wants to come through is very playful and that it is that if you have not had a finger in your ass I highly recommend it (laughs) you're the second person to say that If you haven't got the message by this point, <laughs> you really need to put a finger yeah. in your butt. <laughs> it's, I just played with that a lot when I was in Italy. And God, it is the turbo boost that I did not know I was looking for. <laughs> so. oh, my <laughs> oh my God, that is so hilarious. I am dying that you said that too. It's great. That's amazing. Okay, well, we're going to wrap it on that. <laughs> Thank you so much for being the second person to reiterate that You're in so six episodes. We're, oh. we're at 30% put a finger in your butt now, which is amazing. So happy. I can't wait to discover who the other person was too. It will surprise you. Amazing. <laughs> or maybe it won't. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for your time, Bryn. Of course. Thank You're you brilliant me. and I love your perspective and your energy. So thank mm. you for sharing it with me. I and love with you. everyone listening. Thank I love you. Thank you so much. Mwah. Mm.